1: Don't raise your hand. Ever had Christians desert you? Uh-huh. Don't raise your hand. Don't give me an uh-huh. Or just you keep it. Keep it, all right? But I know. Listen, some people have had, in their mind, a whole church desert them. Maybe it literally happened. But look at what he says. At my first defense, nobody came to my support. Everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. He didn't get bitter. He didn't get an attitude. That's what I want on my record. He didn't get
0: bitter. He got better. How'd he do that? But the Lord stood at my side. The church is fully capable of failing. We fail at upholding our duty to serve each other just as we fail to live lives that reflect the grace we've been given by God. Gratefully, your salvation is not based on your performance. But as Pastor Danny challenges you in today's message, you should desire to do your absolute best to serve God as well as the people around you. Even if the church fails you, you can stand up in the knowledge that God never fails you, and He will give you the strength to persevere. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4 with today's edition of The Living Word. 1 Corinthians
1: chapter 3. Come on, hang with me now. Verse 10. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as an expert builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should be careful how he builds. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If any man builds on this foundation using gold, Silver, costly stones, those are representative of the good, all right? But then here's the bad. Wood, hay, or straw. His work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each man's work. If what he has built survives, he'll receive his reward. And the reward is not heaven. Listen, read on. If it is burned up, he will suffer loss. The loss is not hell. He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames. Just saved by the skin of your teeth. Just by the blood of Christ, but no real reward. Except to be in heaven. Now, if you have the attitude, well, I'll just be happy to be there. You know, people that have that attitude should really, I say it every time I mention this, should examine themselves to see if they really do know the Lord. Because if you really do know the Lord, you want to please Him. You don't don't want to just get in and hear Him say, well, there it is, go, you know. You You want to hear Him say, good job. And every person that really knows the Lord wants to please the Lord. What a gracious God we serve. Let me give you a couple more scriptures and then we'll, listen, <laughs> my service for the Lord, my life lived before the Lord. There's not one, there's not one thing that God's not watching in, in my Christian life in a good way, in a good way and a bad way. Uh, here, here's the deal. Matthew ten forty two. Matthew ten forty two. Jesus said, you can't give a cup of cold water in my name and lose your reward. Isn't that cool? I mean, you give a cup of cold water in the name of Jesus, it's recorded. And when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, he has something for you. He has reward in heaven just for a cup of cold water. Let me show you one of the most fascinating verses in the Bible that I discovered years ago. Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. Malachi chapter 3, and I'll show you the verse in just a minute. I had read this before, but I never saw it. That ever happened to you? Sometimes you read things over and over again, you never see the, the, You never see something, all of a sudden the light pops on, you see it. I was in Titusville, Florida years ago, early on in the ministry here, for a men's gathering with our friend Pastor Peter Lord at Park Avenue Baptist Church. and uh, It was an overnight deal, a couple of days, a men's deal. I met a fellow there who was a best friend of Pastor Peter Lord, Jack Taylor, uh, pastored in Texas for years. Jack is now with the Lord. But Jack Taylor, in one of our meetings... Just shared this verse. He wasn't preaching on it, teaching on it. He just shared it in a men's group. I'd never seen it. I'd never really seen it. Malachi chapter 3 verse 16. If you're not looking at it, listen carefully. Here's what it says. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord And honored his name. You don't get it? Listen, based on this verse, whenever I get together, family, Christian friends, and we just simply talk about the Lord. We talk about the Lord. He reaches over to one of his scribe angels and says, Okay, you hear that? You hear what they're saying? Write it down. That's what the verse is saying. You're going to stand before the Lord, and he's going to have reward just just for talking about him with others isn't that cool I think it's cool Lord whether they do or not (laughs) it's so cool Okay, now we get to where the rubber meets the road how's your record now in some ways in some ways we don't know the parable Jesus told about um, those that saw him hungry and thirsty and in prison and then they said Lord when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty and he says if you did it to one of the least of these you did it unto me You gave a cup of cold water in my name, you you won't lose your reward. But you're not doing it, obviously, to get a reward. That's not the motive. How's our record going? If I could choose the record that I'd like to have, I I would choose the Apostle Paul. I mean, you, you look at the record, even in our benediction here. What did he say? Alexander the metal worker did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. Paul would write in Romans chapter 12, beginning in verse 19, these words. Don't take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it's mine to avenge. I'll repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. Listen up, wives. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you'll heap burning coals on his head, coals of conviction. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. You know what I want on my record? I knew where the battle really was. In the battle, Ephesians, Paul says, is not against flesh and blood. The enemy is not really your wife. The enemy is not really your husband. The enemy is not really your enemies. The enemy, you see, sometimes is me. I'm my own worst enemy sometimes because I start to fighting the devil by pulling out my sword in the Garden of Gethsemane, and all I do is whack off ears. I want Paul's record. He knew what the battle was, he knew where the battle was, and he wasn't out just to get back at his enemies. He said, hey, Alexander the metal worker, he did me a great deal of harm, but the Lord's going to take care of him. My focus is not on getting back at my enemies. That's what I want on my record. He knew where the fight was, and the fight wasn't really with his wife. The fight wasn't really with his husband. The fight wasn't really with the enemies of the cross. I want that on my record. And what about his attitude? Listen, don't you want this on your record? At my first defense, as he stood before Caesar's court, no one came to my support. Everybody deserted me. He's talking about Christians. Don't raise your hand. Ever had Christians desert you? Uh-huh. Don't raise your hand. Don't give me an uh-huh. Or just you keep it. Keep it, all right? But I know. Listen, some people have had, in their mind, a whole church desert them. Maybe it literally happened. But look at what he says. At my first defense, nobody came to my support. Everyone deserted me. May it not be held against him. He didn't get bitter. He didn't get an attitude. That's what I want on my record. He didn't get bitter. He got better. How did he do that? But the Lord stood at my side and he gave me strength. That's what I want on my record. Oh, God. I want when I feel like everybody else has deserted me, when I feel like the enemy's coming against me and the Antichrist is there, you know, against my message and the message of the cross. You know, I want to pick my battles and my message and my battle. Oh, I want it said. He knew where the battle was, and he knew how to respond. And even when Christians deserted him, he knew the Lord was with him. Isn't that what God said? Deuteronomy 31.6, I will never leave you and never forsake you. You don't feel me, I'm there. You don't see me, I'm there. I want that on my record. He, he, he had faith, even when he didn't feel me or he didn't see me, and everybody deserted him. That's what I'm on my record. But I don't know. I don't know. That's what I want. If I had a choice, that's what I want. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Psalm 27, 10. Oh, I want that on my record. You know, there's some people, (laughs) uh, if they could go back, they'd like to have the record changed. Peter would like to have some record changed, wouldn't he? I mean, here it is recorded for all eternity in the Word of God. Oh, Lord, this is never going to happen. I will die with you. Will you really, Peter? Before the cock crows, you'll deny three times that you even know me. And he even called down curses, Call down curses to try to, to try to convince them he really is not a follower of Jesus Christ. There in the Garden of Gethsemane, he pulls out his sword and whacks off Malchus's ear. That's on the record for all time. And Jesus said, Peter, put your sword away. He who lives by the sword will die by the sword. But listen, there's some great ones that love to go back and have the record changed. Abraham, that whole issue with Hagar, whoo, he liked to go back and change that still with us today the results of that hey Noah Noah after the flood comes back off the ark Bible says he planted a vineyard after he builds an altar to the Lord builds an altar to the Lord plants a vineyard and then gets some grapes from the vineyard makes some wine and then goes and gets drunk and does something only a drunk person do after that and I won't even go into that Noah would like to go back and have that record changed but it's done Nothing can do.
0: The book of 2 Timothy finds its author at the end of his time on earth. The apostle Paul had served the Lord faithfully, traveling countless miles and facing all kinds of situations and persecutions, always presenting the gospel message in truth and love. Paul began many churches and trained many leaders, one of whom this letter was addressed to, Timothy. Paul used his pen to encourage this young leader, but also to remind him that though death may be near, the work of the ministry wasn't over. Paul had more to do, and he planned to continue until he met his Savior face to face. No matter where you are in your life at this moment, God is calling you to continue serving. You have a purpose on this earth, and you can always make a difference. Your circumstances may shift and your body may age, but your Savior and his message have never changed. Continue to fight the good fight, as Paul puts it, and finish your life strong in your faith. We're so glad that you joined us today for Pastor Danny's message in the book of 2 Timothy. If you'd like to hear more teachings from the Living Word, visit ccfstpete.church. We'd also love to meet you. So if you're in the area, come be a part of our weekly gatherings at Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Petersburg, Florida. We meet Saturday at 6 p.m. and again on Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Join us for a time of fellowship and Bible study, digging into God's Word as a collective group of imperfect believers. Find out more at our website, ccfstpete.church. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to The Living Word.